0: Welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of The Playbook. Be sure to follow me on all of my social media accounts. And don't forget to check out and subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located at youtube.com slash footballgameplan. Also, subscribe on iTunes to Football Game Plan Podcast and leave us a five-star rating. And we're just going to keep this 2020 NFL Draft prospect interview series going right along. And now we finally get to talk to a running back, and that's Pete Guerrero out of Monmouth, one of the more explosive playmakers in this draft class. Pete, I appreciate you taking time. Thank you for having me. You know what's interesting about your game and how it fits into what today's game is looking for? The the game today is looking for guys that can do a lot with a little. And I'm talking in terms of carries, guys that can maximize their opportunities with the football you don't need a lot of volume to get the job done. Do you see yourself in the, in in a role of, man, I'm just a game breaker. I can, I can get it done with five carries. I can get it done with fifteen, or I can get it done with three.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, every time I touch the ball, I feel like I can take it to the house, and 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 I feel like I'm that home run hitter that uh, a lot of teams are looking for, especially not just in the run game, but also in the pass game as well. So. Just being able to to do both of those things and being able to have that threat and have that ability to take it to the house every single play, that's that's something that I pride myself on.
0: What's funny about your whole story is that people think you just popped up on the scene this year, like you're a one-year wonder, but you've been in this thing for a minute. Uh, you're a two-time All-American, three-time All-Conference performer. You, you've been very productive at Monmouth. Throughout the course of your career, despite starting as a as a sprinter on the track team, when you look at your career at Monmouth and how you went about being productive while also being a dual sport athlete, how can you look back on it and and give us your thoughts on how you felt as though you you did down there on the Jersey Shore?
1: Um, I, I, I felt like I did enough from a production standpoint. You know, uh, I always set the the goals for myself high and. And I, I felt like there was a lot more that I left on the table that I could have accomplished. But um from a standpoint I feel like starting out, you know, I did I had a whole year off from football as well. And I came in and I had that uh that first season where I felt I put my name out there. And uh I kind of did dial back my my uh my sophomore year or my second year playing football. I dealt a little bit with injuries, but I just felt like I showed my true capability. Uh, I I wasn't a dual-sport athlete coming into this season, so I spent all off-season working just with the football program and in the weight room, and I feel like that flash and that showed this season what I'm capable of when I put my all into football.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny because watching you last year, juxtaposed to watching you this year, you can see how you've grown physically. You've thickened out a little bit, um, mm-hmm. but you hadn't lost that speed and explosiveness that made you such a special talent. When you look at adding the weight, how were you able to add the right weight? Because, you know, uh, and and listen, I, I was a former college running back. I'm 38 years old, going on 39. When you talk about the running back position and adding weight, we tend to blow up. You know what I'm saying? So you were able to put the right weight on and still was able to maintain that speed. So how were you able to do that without, you know, getting too big or too stiff?
1: Um, I pretty much, I watched my diet. That was the number one thing I didn't, uh, I didn't consume alcohol. I didn't, uh, I didn't put anything bad into my body for, for a very, very long time, as well as when I was in the weight room, I just, I I made sure I pushed myself not only in the weight room, but also on the track, still doing my track workouts throughout the course of, um, all winter conditioning and summer conditioning, just to make sure I'm keeping my speed and keeping my body right. And just, by mixing that diet and, and the workouts in the weight room and on the track and field, I I excelled and I was able to put on the right weight and really uh, get bigger while staying lean.
0: Yeah, you talked about it in the in the summary, you talked about you put on all muscle. It wasn't it wasn't anything bad. And and the good part is it shows, you know, how much you know work goes into being a successful and dynamic football player. And your situation this year is a little bit unique because you don't normally see guys from the FCS declare early. What went into your decision that made you feel as though, you know what, I'm ready for the next step. I'm ready to take that next journey and make the jump to the NFL? Well,
1: I um, after this season, I, I felt from the past three years, I I did enough from a production standpoint. So it's just a matter of talking to uh, family and people close to me and 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 getting their thoughts and their opinions. And um, the overall uh, thing that I felt was most important was after taking all this carries and and all the load this year, I felt that I was completely healthy and i didn't I didn't leave the season with with an even a bruise on my body. So I felt like I had to take advantage of the opportunity that I have coming off a good season and coming off that season completely healthy. You know, I feel like every carry I take in college is one less carry I'm going to take in the NFL. So I took that into consideration, and just coming out of this season healthy, I felt that this was the best decision.
0: And that's a smart way to look at it, because it it wasn't just a regular college season for you guys. You guys played 14 games, and you Mm -hmm. were a big part in all 14 games. It wasn't like you were able to take a game off or something like that. When you look at your season as a whole and how it finished and such a special run out there at Mammoth. How special was
1: the season for you to go out with a bang? This season was, it was awesome. It was a, uh, it was a great experience, you know, and there's not many times you, you get to play 14 games in a college season. So that was awesome. And then coming out of last season, uh, we were, we were upset that we didn't get that playoff. We didn't get into the playoffs. So, we knew coming in. We said to each other in the locker room right after that game that we got to get back to work right away and get back to where we're supposed to be. So this is what we were working towards all offseason was getting to the playoffs and so not only getting to the playoffs but making a name for ourselves and making it in and getting our first playoff win. And we were able to accomplish that this year.
0: You guys did a lot of great things uh, on the field, off the field. You could tell you guys really bonded as a team. Uh, when you look back. At Your development at Monmouth, you know, coach Callahan is a tremendous coach and he has built a, a really great program at Mammoth. How big or beneficial was it to play at Mammoth and play for coach Callahan? And how much do you feel as though that helped propel you into the pro prospect that you've become?
1: Um, I think it helped propel me. It was it was a great experience, you know, it helped my game a tremendous amount because on both sides of the ball the way practices run it's very very fast-paced practice you stay in shape just by running from drill to drill and really competing you know he preaches that every single day we need to get better than the the last day and I feel like that's exactly what we were able to do this season and I was able to do over the course of my career you know we had uh, a good defense this year and in the past couple years and Being able to push myself every day and having a great running back coach, Sam Dorsett, and uh, a great running back room as well. You know, that competitiveness that we all have and we all share together is really what helped me mold myself into the player I am today.
0: (laughs) Everyone knows about your running capability as far as being able to hit the home run in a passing game. I thought they utilized you a lot more this year, which was able to showcase your ability as a downfield threat in a passing game. Where do you feel as though people are still sleeping on your game as a whole?
1: I feel like from a, a most part a lot of people don't realize the special team aspects of it. You know, I wasn't asked to do special teams this year, but I'm able to punt return and I'm able to kick return and I have a first team all conference kick returner under my belt from that first season, the one season I was able to kick return. So just uh I hope teams understand that I'm able to do special teams not just in the return game as well i can run down on gunner i can run down on kickoff and and make plays you know i'm just a football player who who wants to get on the field and i hope uh i hope they they understand that and they i get to showcase that
0: i hope you're watching what's going on in this football landscape and the, the conversation that surrounds the running back position and people constantly want to take shots at the running back position as, oh, you can find a running back anywhere. The running back position doesn't really matter. But when you watch someone like yourself play the position and watch how debilitating it is for defense to hit the home run. And it's just like, you just kill the will of an opponent. How much do you hate that talk about the running back position and how beneficial is it for a player like yourself to play that position? Because, to me, that position is still one of the premier spots in, in all of sports. Like you're the starting running back is like almost carries the same weight as the heavyweight champ. You know, it has that certain cachet that uh, that you see with sports. So can you explain why that position is still a premier position and what it does to a defense to be able to run the football like you guys did this year?
1: Yeah, I, I kind of feel disrespected when 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 they say that it's not a premier position or when they say that anybody can fill that that hole because you know when you have a threat that can run the ball inside run the ball outside as well as catch the ball in the pass game which a lot of running backs are able to do now it opens up the offense completely because now for a running back like myself I don't feel like a linebacker can cover me especially in open space so getting myself in open space that you're kind of forcing the defense to bring down a safety to cover me, which is just going to open up the pass game even more. And then for a running back myself, I feel like I run inside zone really, really well. So I'm not only going to be able to run inside zone, but now I have the speed where I can run on the outside and I have all the intangibles where I need to, to catch the ball as well. So just, I think it just opens the whole dynamic of the play of a playbook. You know, there's running backs that are, that are meant for power and then, a defense has to bring in a whole nother package just to stop a power back. And now what happens when they run play action and they try to hit you over the top. So I feel like the running back position really opens up the whole playbook. If a team is able to run the ball then they're going to be able to pass the ball. And if, if, if a team's able to pass the ball, they're going to be able to run the ball. So I just feel like it works hand in hands with uh, successful offenses and successful offenses are always able to run the ball.
0: There's a lot of talk right now about, you know, kids playing two sports or being multi-sport sports athletes uh, in high school. You were able to do it at the collegiate level. How much of the crossover helps you as far as, you know, how much did running track help you on the football field? I know people will focus on the speed but there is probably a little bit more detail deeper than just, hey, yeah, I worked on my speed here. It helps here because you have to be fast there. But what's some of the, what was the biggest crossover that you saw from Uh, track to football that helped you that helped grow your game in that regard
1: track definitely is a is a sport where you need to listen to your body and I say that that's the same thing for football so the most important thing that I took from track was the way I worked out and the way I, I listened to my body the way I ran you know there's there's times on the football field when you when you break into the open space you can't really run as hard as and as tense as you want to, because you have to open up and you have to stride out, and eventually you have you're gonna want to hit that home run. So, what I took from it is just being able to run smooth and being able to to make sure that I'm listening to my body and I'm taking care of my body, because when you're doing a uh, collegiate track, you're constantly running, I and mean, you're constantly taking a toll on your body, just like you are in football from a different aspect of it. So it just it, it just really helps me take care of my body, stay on top of my body to make sure that I can have the healthy season that I had this year.
0: Yeah, everybody talks about you in the past. But I thought you made significant strides in pass pro. Is that something that you wanted to focus on going into your junior season? And if so, what was the biggest jump you saw in your uh, pass protection this, this past year?
1: Yeah, that was, that was definitely something that I wanted to – uh, pride myself on. I, I wanted to to become in the pass game, and I felt like my my first year uh, in college, I didn't do as well in the pass game as I wanted to. So that was one of my main focuses going through the years. And I feel like for my three years playing, each year I progressed in that um, in that field in pass blocking. So I just felt like getting bigger and getting stronger allowed me to be more physical in the pass game, and and I feel like if I'm able to to read a defense and I'm able to recognize where the blitz is coming from, I'll be able to pick up uh, a lot of blitzes, if not all of them. So I, that's something that I definitely am I'm trying to pride myself on, and I'm still working on to perfect that because if you can pass block, you'll play.
0: <clears throat> and that's the big part of it, man. And, and a lot of it is knowing who to block as opposed to how you approach to block. And what, what was interesting about what you guys did this year was um, – as far as the different types of of plays they utilize you in, you saw you run outside, inside zone, you saw power. Um, Do you feel like after your pro day, uh, one of the last pro days that we we were able to see uh, before the whole country shut down, but do you feel like after your pro day, when you were talking to NFL teams, did they explain or note to you how much you got better in certain aspects or what was that whole conversation about and what was some of the feedback that you got from scouts after your pro day?
1: Yeah, it was all – a lot of the feedback came from uh, running routes. You know, they finally were able to to see me on the football field run routes and not only just from the backfield but also from the slot as well. So I feel like the, the pass game that we, we used at Monmouth, it got me involved more, but it didn't showcase everything I wanted to to showcase. So I was able to do that at Pro Day, and I was able to show – uh, the different routes I can run from the slot and really show how quickly I can get in and out of my breaks from the slot, uh, out of the backfield, run the angle routes, whatever the case may be. And I felt like I was able to showcase that at pro day.
0: Well, you were able to showcase a lot of what you are going to do at the NFL level at Monmouth, man. It's been fun to watch you do your thing and grow over the course of your career. Now, where can people follow you on social media to continue to, to follow your journey to the NFL? On
1: social media, it's at PD the Jet all over P E T E Y the Jet on so on Instagram and Twitter.
0: All right, now I got a problem. So, you talk <laughs> about you fast guys, man. You fast guys like to flaunt your speed and throw it in everybody's faces, like non fast guys like myself always <laughs> had an issue with you guys that were always talking speedy and, and talking fast. Now, you call yourself the Jet. We don't know what the uh, we weren't we weren't there at uh, I say we I wasn't there at pro day so I couldn't put you on the stopwatch so I, I don't know what your true forty yard dash was what was your forty yard dash uh, at your uh, at your pro day what did you what did you what's your fastest time that you ran
1: at pro day it was only a four four seven now I I was training all in the four threes. But I don't know what happened. I don't know if the nerves got to me. But, yeah, I ran a 4.47. And that's that was a slow time for me.
0: But, see, here's the thing. You won 100 meters. You won 200 meters. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about your speed. I've seen you legit run away from angles. So that 4.47 you ran was probably due to nerves. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's and I know that in that situation when it's, the you know, you're dealing with everything that's uh, that's going on around the pro day, and also dealing with what's going on at the pro day that happened so i'm pretty sure you're a legit consistent 4-3 guy and when you when you watch yourself run and being able to control your speed like you do nfl teams know that as well so i was just joking with you we know you're a 4-3 guy we know you got blazing speed we know we never seen tape you get caught from behind so uh Pete, it has been great talking to you great to follow your your, your game and Um, and your work, and and we'll be looking forward to seeing where you land uh, this upcoming April. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Thank you.